Gnarly dude! It's PlayStation Poo! The show where we trawl through the back catalogue of the best ever console by way of its worst ever games. Hey Andy, how are you? Wait a second. You're not Andy. Who are you? I was going to try and do an accent and I thought, no, I hastily abandoned the idea. <laughs> Hello David, I'm, I'm Paul. Wow. Um, yeah, that was, that was staged. We did in fact plan that, that clever ruse. Um, Andy's taking unpaid leave this week from PlayStation Poo Limited and has been replaced by the fabulously capable Paul from the Rantcast. Hello, I'm, I'm, I'm the fabulously capable Paul from the Rantcast. <laughs> you might recognise me from such podcasts as the Rantcast. Hey, uh, what do you think you can bring to the role, Paul? Um, I have a boundless enthusiasm, <laughs> a, a, a sense of adventure and daring do. Um, and an almost fanatical devotion to the Pope. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I provided you with this very comfortable chair that you're sitting in right now. It is incredibly comfortable. This is a massive upgrade on my normal <laughs> situation. That's my main USP as a podcast co-host. <laughs> Seating. Um, I imagine this week's show is going to be far more PG-13 than it usually is. <laughs> but far less Yorkshire. Um, but that's fine for one week. I suppose it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah, I will be calling it PlayStation Poop all the way through, just to take the edge off. <laughs> it doesn't work if you call it that. <laughs> no, no, I'm well aware. Good. Uh, I suppose we better delve into your credentials as a person who plays <laughs> games. <laughs> all right. Uh, can we, are those separate or just all in like in brackets together? Yeah, there's. No, I don't separate the game playing person from the regular from the person. So. Okay. Um, yeah, what did you grow up playing, and what are your memories of the PlayStation 2? Well, I I replaced Andy. The one way in which I'm a particularly suitable replacement for Andy is just age. Uh, I think I might even <laughs> He's be... He's going to like the fact that... <laughs> I might be older. I think I'm older than Andy, but the, re- the, the, the references are very similar. So he talked about the game Mask on the episode before, on the, the TV show Mask on the yeah, episode before. and that went straight over my Yeah, head. you were like, what was that? I was like, oh my God, I love Mask. Mask is so cool, man. <laughs> and then he... But the thing is, he was talking about how good it was in relation to the cartoons of the young people nowadays. And I, I'm pretty confident that it was not actually good in relation to the cartoons of nowadays. No, Andy's destroyed his mind through <laughs> drugs and booze. So, <laughs> um, so I, my first gaming memory at all, uh, my uncle was a nuclear physicist, and Ooh, um, look at me, <laughs> look at me, my uncle's a Sorry. nuclear physicist, um, and he had access to the internet in the early eighties. Um, which is completely crazy. Obviously not the World Wide Web, but it was like this thing called CERN, which mm-hmm. is where they eventually built the big, you know, the... Hadron Collider. That's it. Yeah. Um, the nuclear physics the, I love. Travel. I love that we called it the Big Hadron Collider. <laughs> yeah, the big, <laughs> I think it's called the Large Hadron Collider. <laughs> oh, yeah. because Not because it's large, but because it collides large hadrons, That's presumably. One, yeah. I mean, I don't know what a hadron is, but anyway, he had the internet and they were... But there were these games, and there was one where you could land a plane, and that's that's my very first gaming memory. Amazing. Um, but then I got an Amstrad CPC 464, which was the kind of Spectrum Commodore 64 era. It was the Alan Sugar version of that, and that yep. came with 10 games. Um, that was very exciting. And then my first console was a Sega Master System, yes. uh, and then I had a Mega Drive and a SNES, one after the other, and then I had a 64 and a PS1. And yeah. then I didn't have a PS2 
for years and years and years and years and years because I sort of stopped playing games for a bit and just did other things. Mm. And then I went to a shop and I was like, right, I've never bought a PS2. This is like five years at least into the PS2 cycle. And I said, what games can you recommend? As like, these are the must-play games of this generation. And he was like, uh, this Star Wars Battlefront game, which was pretty good, and uh, Lara Croft Legend, Tomb Raider Legend. I was wow. like, this is the best. These are the defining games of this generation. I put it to him in retrospect, they were not. I don't think so. But there wasn't Action Man Alpha Teens on Machines <laughs> on that list. <laughs> so definitely, it defines something. Yeah. Uh, but then I got like um, I got whatever the latest Pez was at the time, and that yeah. was amazing. Um, and then I got uh, San Andreas, and San Andreas was like, oh, took I, over your life. Yeah. I, oh, I see. I see. This is this, <laughs> this has is happened since I've been away. Okay. <laughs> well, here we are then. Yeah, I think that does um, completely change your outlook on things when you get that one game that's just like. Yeah, this is what a, a computer game should be, or yeah. a video game. And, it, you know, having grown up with, like, I mean, you know, literally starting with 8-bit games, having grown up with those things and then seeing what had happened. Mm. I remember when I had the Nintendo 64 and Mario could do multiple jumps and he did, like, front flips and stuff. And it was just, it blew my tiny Crazy. mind. And you could change the camera angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was incredible. Brilliant. All right, well, I suppose we should get on with this week's gaming foray. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Welcome to the third place. Right, this week I asked Paul to choose the game from a handful of filth. <laughs> um, what did you go for? So I went for Johnny Mosley's Mad Tricks. And <laughs> I mean, saying it out loud. So say that again. <laughs> so good. Johnny Mosley, not Johnny Mosley's. Johnny no. Mosley, Mad Tricks. To I don't specific. think the two are related. So the, the f- <laughs> <laughs> just it's just two. It's Johnny Mosley, Mad Tricks. <laughs> I'm very confused by this already. The thing that I like about this, uh, there's there's multiple reasons why I chose this. Mm. One of them is that we are in Birmingham. You came to visit me in Birmingham, recording yeah. this. And Mosley is an area of Birmingham. More specifically, the area of Birmingham in which I grew up. Amazing. So that's that's a one tie-in. But the main reason, really, is that this is I. You'll be shocked, listeners. I mean, for those few of you who don't know who Johnny Mosley is, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a skiing game, which is particularly relevant for the two of us, right? Because uh, we spend, we have spent in the last few months a lot of time playing Countless skiing games hours, together. Yeah. And although I feel the comparison will not be favourable. No, (laughs) but Steep is a really good game. It's a fantastic game. And it's one of those ones where you can just boot it up and get lost on the mountain, which is really exciting. I feel like from what I've researched on this game already, it's it's not going to be quite as open world (laughs) and as far reaching. (laughs) Might not be as pretty as well. Maybe not. The, the thing is, like, so our little group of friends that we play games together. David, you you are the only person in my life who I made <laughs> friends with 
for not you're not the only person in my life. That's not full stop sentence. Or your only friend. There are other people in my life, but (laughs) you're the only person in my life who's in my life specifically through meeting playing video games. I don't have any other friends that I've met specifically through playing video games. I like that a lot. I'm very excited by that. Yeah. So we we were playing Grand Theft Auto one day. Bunch of us who knew each other from Twitter. This is on PlayStation Three rather than PlayStation Two. We weren't playing San Andreas and happened to. Hook up over what would it be IRC or something? Yeah, hook up over whatever the burger shack burger. What's it called? Burger shop. Oh yeah, burger shack. Shot. No, burger shop. Oh yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, so we were playing GTA Five, and a bunch of us who know each other from Twitter and supporting the same football team and this sort of thing. We play regularly, and then one day David just turned up in our party on the on the PS3. Like, oh no, we've got this new friend. Muscled my way in. Yeah, you did. It was really cool, and I was I was wondering. I was like, why why did you like stick with us at the time? Literally, I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think my background in games from starting as a PC gamer, like the biggest part about games for me was the social aspect. And from very young, I've always played games like Counter-Strike and Team Fortress where you have a team of players and you play together and there's that massive social aspect. And then uh, getting into World of Warcraft as well and all those kind of games... um, I always wanted to play games with other people. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been playing GTA 5 if I hadn't have met a group of people that I wanted to play with. And, you know, I was in guilds or clans or whatever they're called on there. And one day, I, I think I met you guys through friends in my clan who yeah. were then friends with you guys or on Twitter. And it all just kind of came together and... I was at that time very much a a fan of just jumping into random voice channels of like (laughs) people who I'd added on PSN at some time or another. And I ended up in your your little world. And within like... And stayed. (laughs) Yeah, within two weeks, I would say, of this, we found out that David was engaged to be married at at the time. (laughs) Don't tell this. (laughs) No, I've got to tell this. So there was like a running gag for ages where our friend Josh would be like right you're inviting us to the wedding and you're inviting us to the wedding and which I, sounded absurd yeah, I mean, it was because a, it, literally abs- never met these people yeah it was totally it was completely fanciful it was just a flight of fancy it was a, a, a kind of silly joke that stuck but by the time you actually got married we were by that point such good friends <laughs> that we were legitimately invited to the wedding and it was absolutely delightful poop, poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so back to the game yeah um, that so was that steep. was heartening. I enjoyed that. Steep. Yeah, so That's, steep is, is the reason why, why we're game, on this basically. game. The title literally sends shivers down my spine. The first question I have is, who the fuck is Johnny Mosley? <laughs> um, so I looked into it. He seems to be a fairly successful Olympic skier. Okay. But he kind of faded away quite quickly from the limelight. The limelight. Um, yeah. The, the skiing limelight. Skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Not as light as other limes. <laughs> Um, but he was however credited with popularising the the practice of crossing your skis during tricks wow yeah which is massive yeah that's a big part of steep yeah and a huge departure from the kind of goofy old school tricks that they used to perform which were like things like the moonwalk where you'd put one ski forward one ski back in like a linear you know one leg out one leg behind you can't talk about that trick anymore no oh sorry (laughs) scrubbed from the 
the uh, vocabulary, but also things like, I think it was called the back scratcher, <laughs> which was where you kind of put both legs behind you so the skis would kind of almost hit you on the back yeah so like these were the kind of tricks that were happening before johnny mosley came up on the scene right um and he started crossing his skis up i bet at the time they were like hey johnny mosley mud tricks yeah (laughs) and he was like do you know what (laughs) it'd be great if you spelt that t-r-i-x oh yeah that's a really important part of the story it is isn't it also no h in johnny oh yeah do you think that was by choice or they just spelt it wrong because they didn't know who he was? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's probably uh, about right. <laughs> it's t- this is before Wikipedia, we can't look it up. <laughs> um, so I think he was all set to be the, the Tony Hawk of skiing, but ended up, yeah, I found out he ended up hosting Ninja Warrior instead. Oh, that's such a good show. I think it is, and I think it's, there's definitely worse things than ending up hosting Ninja Warrior. Wait, he's not the main... He's not the host anymore, right? No. no okay. Because <laughs> there's that one guy with the long surname and then the other guy. And neither of them are called Johnny Mosley. I definitely don't know who either of those people oh, are. Just... I think the only Ninja Warrior I've watched is when Brian Blessed was doing the commentary. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> On Challenge TV. I'm going to show you the Casey Cannavaro run. It's one of the most incredible things you'll ever see in your life. Not Cannav... Catanaro? Ka- something like that, anyway. Sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> She's in NXT now. Um... Yeah, the mad tricks part is hurl-worthy. It literally makes me... It's despicable. And I was a kid in this era, and I don't think it was expect, acceptable to spell things like that at any point. Like, Even though you were like a cool skateboarder? No, it, it wasn't a thing. It actually wasn't a thing. It's I think it was of- what... Like game, it was what older people did to try and, you know, like be down with the kids. Yeah, I would have spelled tricks like this at this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of breakfast cereal as well in America, isn't it? Tricks, oh yeah, T R I. Tricks are for kids. So, what do you think we'll be doing? Apparently, we're gonna get mad air, have a mad attitude, and <laughs> pull off some mad tricks. Now, I have to say, this is pre. Let's talk about mental health in a slightly more moderated way. We it? couldn't have this podcast without talking about mental health. What, what we're going to do is we're going to be showing off our new school skiing tricks. New school, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In slope style mode and mm-hmm. unlock big mountain... We're not going to unlock big mountain mode to star Probably in a ski not. movie. Oh. Um, then get heli dropped. I thought that said hell dropped and I thought that's cool skiing terminology. Onto a mountain top. Pull insane grabs off. Snow ca- off snow ca- <laughs> wow pulling same grabs off snow capped cottages moving trains and more even use the Alaskan pipeline as a half pipe that seems irresponsible it does really uh, watch your best runs on the big screen we are playing this on quite a big tally yeah um, and then do you want a breakdown of the bullet points available to us uh, yeah I want to know what features we okay. can expect hundreds of individual tricks to learn uh, Seems like a lot. <laughs> Including moves that could never be done on a snowboard. <laughs> Is no, that a joke? Nope. Nobody asked. Nobody oh. was like, could this be... A-? It's like, look, skiing's cooler than snowboarding, okay? I know this game was made in the early 2000s when you might think that snowboarding's cool, but act- <laughs> actually, skiing's pretty cool, Yeah. Oh man, that's my favourite thing. Yeah, so oh, including so moves good. that could never be done on a snowboard. It's definitely pronounced like that. Um, <laughs> jump from helicopters. Good. Yeah. Dodge avalanches. Mm. Mm. And get big, get big air where you can. Yeah, where you can. You don't want to push it, do you? No, it really does say get big air where you can. Like, that feels like a bit 
Like most of the time, you're not going to be having fun. Yeah, yeah. This, most of the time, there's not going to be a big air. But but about three times, we'll be like, all right, this can... isn't the snowboarding game. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just get big air all the time. Oh, it's um, amazing. There are slope style courses. I know what they are because I watched the last Winter yep. Olympics and also steep. Mm-hmm. Uh, set in fantastical environments such as like mountains. Yes, yeah, <laughs> such as snowed in San Francisco, Las Vegas, and Washington DC. Snowed in San Francisco? Does that happen? No, well, I think it happens probably more than snow in Las Vegas. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> and that, that is fantastical. But Washington DC being snowed in does not seem that fantastical. It seems fairly regular. It's on the eastern seaboard. They have winters there. I've seen television programs where that happens. Yeah. And I didn't see any skiers there. And did you think this is fantastical? <laughs> what this is like this is like the minds of Moria. More than I could ever imagine. Would you like to tame some of the world's tallest peaks? Some of. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it's, it's that's, really that's like... picky. Because, like, are you, are you asking it to have all of the world's tallest peaks in? Because that seems... I'd say if they were going to make, like, you know, the best skiing game they could possibly make, they should include the best skiing areas that could possibly well, be skied. They've got Mount Everest. They've got Kiliman- some of them. Kilimanjaro and Alaska. Feels like that third one's not a mountain. The third one's not a mountain. It's just an area. It's just one big mountain. Yeah. So I think I think that criticism was unfair. Fair enough. Um, And then finally, star in your own ski movie via advanced camera and replay functions. Uh, Can you think of any ski movies? No. I can think of some movies where they're skiing in it. James Bond. That James James Bond. Bond. Yeah. That that one James Bond. Can you think of a second one? I'm trying at the moment. There was an extreme sports film I watched that I rented once. That w- it was like exactly the same deal as what I'm doing now, which is looking for the worst games I can find. I also look for the worst films I can find. <laughs> and there was an awful, awful extreme sports film that had like snowmobiling. Um, it had like BMX. It had motocross. It had like every extreme sport thing in one film. And it was terrible yeah that sounds real bad but i can't think of any other skiing film there's driving on snow in fast and furious but i don't think there's any actual skiing yeah, it doesn't really count does no, it it's, it's different okay. it's driving on snow well this might give us an opportunity to make our own i mean might is a strong word this will give us an opportunity okay. not just to make our own <laughs> just whether just we take that opportunity <laughs> we can star in our own oh, wow. ski movie david <laughs> amazing um, we got a manual as well. Okay. We don't always get a manual, What's which is it? nice. Um, well, there's some backstory for the characters, which we'll get into later. Okay. I want to see them on the screen as we um, talk about them. And there's tips in the back from Coach Cooper. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Coach <laughs> yeah, Cooper. Coach Cooper, yeah. That really famous and good ski guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I just feel like he's a skiing equivalent of Coach Carter. So like, <laughs> as Coach Carter was the back- basketball you, Coach Cooper is the skiing. Are you too young for hanging with Mr. Cooper? Uh, probably. Okay. Hi, Andy. You can explain it if you want. <laughs> remember, hi, Andy. Remember hanging with Mr. Cooper? <laughs> no, that's what I'm He's just like, going to do. Oh yeah. When I when I make references to things that are too odd for you to get, I'm just going to talk directly to Andy through the magic of podcasting. Amazing. So yeah, the tips in the back from Coach Cooper. One of which, all of them are fairly like fairly boring. But the first one is signature big air moves and grabs can only be done after eating a Mosley cookie. <laughs> That's literally how skiing works. 
So I had to look this up because I was like, I can't just leave it like that. It's it's obviously re- completely ridiculous, but it explained in, in Wikipedia that uh, Johnny Mosley first entered a skiing competition to win free cookies, and so they've shoehorned a collectible into the game by appropriating his childhood. That's brilliant, though. I think that's really cool because it's not. I just assumed it's completely random, but the fact that there's actually backstory. It's complete there. bobbins. It's it's ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> okay I, I mean, I agree with you that the basic principle <laughs> that the Mosley cookies make you do magic tricks is is ridiculous. But the fact that the collectibles aren't just something totally nonsensical. I think it would be better if it was um, like collect buds of weed to to make Johnny Mosley completely spaced out and do crazy tricks. I, I think that would be better. I mean, that's what used to be in Mosley Cookies in my day, but <laughs> it's a long time ago now. The only other thing I found out is that it's developed by 3DO, who had that one console. Do you remember it? Yeah, I do. Um, my friend had one, and his other friends called it a £400 clock. <laughs> um, the thing about that console is intimately linked with the history of the PlayStation. Yeah. Because there was this whole thing that um, Nintendo were going to make a disc-based system and they'd hooked up with Sony to do it. Mm. And then there was some contractual kerfuffle um, and um, Sony ended up making the PlayStation. But just before that, the, before it was announced, the people who made 3DO, 3DO was um, a technology that was licensed. They didn't make the, the machines themselves. Yeah. They licensed it to Panasonic. Yeah. Um, and they were trying to license it to Sony, but Sony were already making the PlayStation. Damn. And, uh, and it failed quite miserably. I'm pretty sure there was a really good version of SimCity on the 3DS. Oh, really? That I played many hours of at my friend's house. I read that it only sold 2 million consoles, yeah. which initially sounds like quite a lot, but actually... I don't think it is. When you when you think that PlayStation 2's probably sold upwards of 200 million consoles. Well, it sold a million on its first day, didn't it? Yeah. I, I, do you know how I know that, David? How do you know that? I listened to last week's show. That's why you should listen to the podcast. Brilliant. Do you have anything else to say about this game before we actually play it? I mean, I just couldn't be more excited. Okay. I mean, I, I could be so much more excited. We could be playing all I can't wait literally. to play Steep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, Johnny Mosley, prepare to be played. Only on PlayStation 2, rated M for Mature. So we booted up the PlayStation, and Paul had a little moment when it when it went bow, <laughs> and you were like, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it was really nice, nice, nice to hear. Um, we were then greeted by, oh, it's repeating, I love it! <laughs> So we're greeted with this amazing video of like Johnny Mosley free skiing intercut with him and his boys and girls at a chalet party, like complete with red cups and everyone's got frosted tips everywhere. There's like b-boys, Oakley sun, like wraparound sunglasses. They're playing pool. And then Johnny Mosley decides to that he's had enough of the party and has some kind of weird fever dream about skiing in San Francisco if it was snowed in. I genuinely, I don't have words. Apart from all the words I've just used, I don't have any other words to describe it. So, I mean, borderline misogynistic would be one of the words that I would use to describe it. Um, 
there's uh, there's certainly not somewhat of a gender imbalance in the relationships displayed. There's a lot as, of chinos as well. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's gender imbalance and chinos. Basically, the mid two thousands in a nutshell. Oh. Um, the the bit where so it goes from this party and video clips of remarkably impressive skiing things. Obviously, mm, yeah, like yeah, goes yeah. without saying. This gentleman clearly knew his way around not a snowboard but skis. A bear of skis. <laughs> yeah, but then so they're having this party and. I can't stress this enough. They three of them go into another room in the house in the party. There is one moment where he goes, "Oh, that was fun," but I kind of want to go skiing. Then he says, "Imagine if it snowed in San Francisco," and that's all in one thought. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, so it goes. That was fun. He's but got I kind of want to go. Yeah, I kind of want to go skiing. Imagine if it snowed in San Francisco. Let's make a video game all about how what it would be like if it snowed in San Francisco. <laughs> and then there's a huge part where they've obviously spent like half the budget. <laughs> um, doing a, a 3D render of him skiing down the Golden Gate Bridge. I think he's starring in his own ski movie. I think that's what's happening in that sequence. That's what's happening in that sequence. Wow. I I don't think we need to play the game. I think that's <laughs> that's plenty enough for me. I mean, it was definitely an adventure <sighs> and a, a place in time. Now, one thing that's kind of nice is then when you when you load the game up, you're outside a chalet, and when you press start, you go inside the chalet, and the gang mm. from the video are represented kind of yeah. uh, in there. There's somebody playing darts. He's just kind of throwing the same dart over and over and over again. And not collecting the ones that he's already thrown. He's, <laughs> no, got, he's got so many darts. darts in his pocket. But he has got big jeans on, so you could put a lot of darts <laughs> in those pockets. There's a lady picking a tune on the jukebox, but she's just like, she's picking it over and over. Like, she's still yeah. picking it now. Still jukebox picking is it. broken. She's like hammering it, trying to... Yeah. She's still trying to get um, slow ride to play. <laughs> There's someone lining up a shot playing pool, and she's still lining up. Same. <laughs> they're both they're both in exactly the same pose as well. Yeah, the woman that's that's doing the pool shot and the woman that's doing the jukebox. There's also a waitress who's come up twice now with a tray of drinks from the back to the front. There, is she coming again? Here she comes again. I literally just saw her respawn in yeah. the back. But it's our menu. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's though, kind of it? a cool little menu. I mean, I don't know. You've played a lot of PS2 games recently. I haven't played a PS2 game for a long time. How do these kind of, spr- uh, not sprites, but like polygonal characters stack up to contemporary games to, to contemporary games I mean, absolutely no. horrendous <laughs> no, but, sorry to, the um, games to other theirs. games we've played they're, they're fairly good okay. I mean they've tried to put detail in but it hasn't all come out I don't think I would wear that guy's top that green baseball t-shirt it's got like a thing. raglan yeah it's yeah. got like a raglan sleeve grey top on with green sleeves it's kind of cool yeah I'd fully wear that I would not wear those jeans anymore though some of the ski wear is questionable at best <laughs> but it's a cool menu isn't it it's definitely better than some of the menus we've seen oh look the options when you go over to options it lights up the jukebox and she starts dancing ah. look at that oh that's real good she's like she, good. I just love options <laughs> give me some options <laughs> and now now I've gone over to competition she's like nope nope no, I don't like no, it interested. options give me some options I like the way the dart player when you light up when you go over to uh, competition yep. and it lights up the dartboard he doesn't change the fact that he's still throwing dart after dart after but the, dart. But the pool, the pool does change it. She, yeah. she takes her shot and then waves at you. She's like, hey. Hey, buddy. So do you want me to do free ride or competition? I think we should probably do competition. Okay. See if we can actually get somewhere in All this right. game. Okay. I'm, I'm pressing X and hoping that does it. it does. I kind of like that loading screen with the flashing ski man. 
Yeah, it's got like a skier midair with his poles up. With his, his skis crossed. Skis crossed. This is Johnny Mosley. So then we're in the ski shop and you get to choose choose your dude okay. or dudette. Yep. And we've got a choice of three. Yeah. So two of them, you've got Johnny Mosley. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you'd expect. Um, who's the other person you can choose? Miki Ijima. David, I don't know if you know this, but due to her aerodynamic shape, Mickey's one of the quickest moving skiers on the hill. Limber and lean, she can contort her body into positions no other person can. <laughs> no one on the earth. No other She's person. She's chosen to use her skill for skiing. To be fair, if you look at the kind of polygonal relationship between her shoulders and the rest of her, you can see why she could do stuff that other people can't do, because <laughs> that's not what humans look like. I wouldn't call her lean. She's quite, like, muscular. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a choice, and then you've got a choice of... Uh, Johnny Mosley, her, and A.T. Barron. Talking of muscular. Yeah, who's an absolute beefcake. He's a unit. Um, But this is not the full roster of people available to you. Okay, but Um, do you think that the people want to hear about A.T. Barron? I don't think so, no. (laughs) No, I do. (laughs) But his reckless trick style makes him one of the most dangerous skiers on the slopes. Like, is is that, I mean, is that what you want? Uh, He's used to hucking the toughest tricks. Yeah. I I don't know what that means. Huck is like... Give it, give it everything. Okay. Give it your all. Uh, he does that regularly, apparently, and yeah. his trick skills reign supreme. But I, before you tell us about the other characters, who I'm very keen to hear about, I want to draw your attention to something that I know is when flicking through these characters. Hmm. So they've all got speed, air, tricks, turning, and stability ratings. Okay. And you might think three characters, there'll probably be different strengths and weaknesses across them. That would hmm. be somewhat video game standard. And certainly, when you look at Mickey Ijima, she's got. Five speed, three air, but she's got very good turning and stability. Yeah. Contorts her body into positions no one else Makes can. Makes sense. I've learned that about her. AT Baron, much slower, <laughs> but real good on the tricks. Yeah. Johnny Mosley, just good at all of it. <laughs> just yeah. no problem. Just speed, air, tricks, turning, stability. Straight across the board. Just maxed everything out. <laughs> Johnny Mosley is a dude. That's amazing. I mean, if you put your name on that, if there was the David Bridgman's Mad Tricks, would you make yourself like have the top skills at everything? No, I'd make myself really good at some things and, and really bad at others. <laughs> so that would best reflect my uh, approach to life. <laughs> all or nothing. Um, what would you have for hucking? <laughs> I would have uh, 100% huck ability, I think. The other skiers that are available to you are... One of them is called Fat Earl Grogan. (laughs) Earl Grogan was groomed to be a world-class skier. He had the skills, but his attitude got him banned from most of the officially (laughs) sanctioned competitions. (laughs) After one judge gave him a score that he thought was lower than he deserved, he did a grind on top of the judge's table and punched the judge in the face. It wasn't the only the judges that had a grudge with Earl. It was the other competitors as well. Ever since the easy cheese in the ski boots fiasco in the 1998 World Games, Earl hasn't been allowed to compete in contests that require good sportsmanship. That's just fine with Earl. Now he lives to heli-ski down the most dangerous, ungroomed terrain he can find. His attitude is, the more dangerous the mountain, the better the tricks. I don't think that's true. However, it is quite interesting. So you've got like four pros that you can choose from, but then they've got all these, they're called new free skiers, um, and they are absolutely batshit. Um, <laughs> AC Baron and Mickey Ijima are two of them. Fat Earl Grogan is one. There's Beth Wildchild Clark. Um, 
So, well-to-do Mr. and Mrs. Clark took their little girl, Beth, to the ski slopes at the tender age of five. Since then, Beth has been skiing every chance she can get. With a pair of overprotective parents and a rebellious attitude, the phrase, don't do that, it's dangerous, only entices Beth to disobey them and go for it. As Beth, Beth grew up, her skills got better and even more crazy. Her gut reaction to the phrase, that's impossible, is to yell, <laughs> just watch me! <laughs> create, a black <laughs> ho- create a black hole, Beth. <laughs> just watch me! Um, she represents the grey area between fearless and just plain crazy. And if there's a challenge to be met, she'll take it. She'll look good doing it as well. Great. Fantastic. Um, and then finally Are we there have... any references to the men's physical appearances? No, I don't think oh, there is. The Although... It's mid-2000s gender imbalance. Hey. <laughs> um, there's also Skier X. Skier X made his of first course. appearance. Of course there's Skier X. During the 3DO Invitational Ski Tournament. 3DO have just made up their own ski tournament there. Um, He showed up unannounced, went to the starting gate, ran the course and walked away with gold medal. He's been seen heli-skiing the most dangerous mountains in the world. When he hits the bottom, he just packs up and goes home. He's beaten just about every skier in the world, but he's never gone up against Johnny head-to-head. That's a competition that would be too close to call. (laughs) (laughs) No one can be better than Johnny Mosley in this game. Um, oh, that's amazing. It says on the screen at the moment, we've got Johnny Mosley on the screen, and it says he was one of the... He won the gold in the Olympics in 98, pulling off a sick 360 mute grab. I mean, that does sound sick. And also quiet. Um, <laughs> in the Freestyle Mogul Finals, one of the major American hopefuls in the 2002 games. And I looked it up to see how he did in the 2002 how games. How did he do? He... He did all right. He came fourth, which okay. you don't get a medal for that. But it is the best. <laughs> You're right. You it don't. is the best you can possibly do without getting a medal. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of people worse than him in 2002. So it's not an actual sad story. Did it tell you how many other people were competing? I mean, it's got to be loads, isn't it? Well, how do you know it wasn't four? <laughs> it's everyone that's ever skied. <laughs> what do you think happened in '98 that meant that he uh, he managed to win? Was everyone off, else sick? No, he pulled off a sick... Oh, yeah, he was It says it right sick. there. He, he was sick. He pulled off a sick 360 meter grab. No, listen, Johnny and Mosley does not seem like a good guy from the 30 seconds of hearing him talk doesn't in, really, in, in does the he? intro. But he does look like a very good skier. I just feel like, with my limited knowledge of skiing, the thing is, skiing has come on so far since this game was released right. that I have nowhere to place that. But a 360 mute grab, like, genuinely sounds just rubbish. You think but you I think, could do it? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think I could do most of the things on this game, but that's just my overinflated <laughs> sense of self, self-confidence. But, yeah, 360 mute grab, it's not going to win you anything nowadays. Should we play it then? Are yeah, we going to choose Johnny Mosley? Obviously. I suppose we have to, don't I we? I mean, I kind of like A.T. Barron, but the stats are bothering me, so he, yeah. Look, I don't want to be, like, stereotypical, but he doesn't He doesn't look like your average skier. He, he looks like he would snap the skis in half, <laughs> halfway down the mountain. All right, so it says choose outfit, and I'm moving the D-pad and I'm moving the... Thing and nothing's changed because I think Johnny just wants to wear this outfit. I'm going to check whether you can change if you choose someone else, you can change the outfit. The, the, the skiers are all totally happy when you choose them, by the way. 
Oh yeah, they jump up and down. No, there's no there's no choice with outfits. No choice of outfits. All right, so maybe we just need to unlock stuff. But Johnny Johnny's wearing a fetching grey or sort of two tone grey and black gilet. Yeah, and big ski trousers. That's what they're called, isn't it? Um, and I think that's supposed to be like an Adidas free stripe top, but it's sort of two stripes. Oh, yeah. It kind of looks like a skeleton. It does, doesn't it? Costume. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's meant to be that. So we're choosing equipment. Looks like skis are yeah. our, our main option. Vis a vis. I tell you what, it's not snowboards. It's not a snowboard. <laughs> All right. So I can choose ski ski school ski school ski school slope style or big mountain. But big mountain's locked at the moment. So we'll go with slope style because I I I think ski school. I don't need ski school. <laughs> I, I listen, You're buddy. Mostly, listen, buddy. I was raised in ski school. I, yeah. I wrote the book that they teach in ski school. <laughs> it's it's called How to Ski by Johnny Mosley. Right. I mean, Johnny Mosley's hometown of San Francisco is great for working on hitting kickers and grinding rails. Master your skills here. And you will even get to grind on the cables of the Golden Gate Bridge. We, we have seen Johnny Mosley do that. We also can't choose anything else because it's all like locked. Yeah, as cool. of now. So what? Ima- hey, hey, dude! Imagine if you could ski in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> One of the options on that list was Machu Picchu. Yeah, Ma- Machu Picchu. <laughs> <laughs> Machu Picchu to me too. too. <laughs> And Rome, also famous ski destination. <laughs> Let me guess. Wouldn't it be amazing if it snowed in Rome and you ground around the Colosseum? <laughs> Ridiculous. I totally want to ski down the side of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> all right, so San Francisco is... All right. I've been to San Francisco and it doesn't look like that. I mean, I think I think it kind of looks like that in polygon terms. Oh, this is kind of cool. There's like a cable car... What? <laughs> It's a cable car wired up to uh, the Chinatown thing, and then there's the kind of steep hills of San Francisco with the, the buildings on either side, and they've got ramps and stuff. Uh, but I there's laughed some... because there was a big Yahoo ad in the middle of it for no Absolutely reason. Absolutely flagrant advertising all over the place. It's like a big thing saying Chevy trucks on the side <laughs> as well. Um, so there's a leaderboard here, and that that dastardly Skierex. Skier X is at the top with 219,000 points. So I, I would like to ask you a question mm. here, David. Could you look at that screen and tell me what's wrong with it? There's one very confusing thing about this. Is it this current top score? Yeah. That seems to be 285,000 points, yet the leaderboard, the top score on that leaderboard is 219,000 points. So, so who is... got the top score? <laughs> I t- I tell you, you got the top score, bro. Johnny Mosley. <laughs> oh right. my god! Behind the back camera, Johnny Mosley kind of big on the screen, pushing they forward on the left. Sold there. a lot of advertising in this game, haven't they? Yeah, which is good because they did not sell a lot of copies of this game. They didn't. Oh, he started really well with a backflip off the first kicker. Um, they've just built. They like obviously San Francisco snowed under, and they've just built ramps and rails all over it in just the city streets. I mean, imagine the impact on the economy that this ski event is happening. Oh, I, ho- I thought they were Mosley cookies, but they weren't. They were, they were cones. Uh, cones. What's that? Is that a Mosley that cookie? Is, that is. I, I think know. that was a Mosley cookie, or it was a bowling ball on fire. Okay. So I've really only done one trick so far, so I should probably try and do a different one. I don't think that's a ramp, but you're going to trick off it anyway. Doing a lot of backflips and front flips. Oh, that was a sick grab. 
parallel graph. All right, but you know what I'm trying to do, right? What I really want to do. I'm John. I'm Johnny Mosley, bro. He wants to cross his skis. Yeah, I kind of half crossed them. I did a stale fish. I mean, that doesn't sound like a good trick. Um, the speedometer is telling you that you're going 50 miles an hour at the moment. <laughs> does it feel like you're going 50 miles an hour? I've got to tell you, David, it does not feel like I'm going 50 miles an hour. But I just did a, <laughs> a Switch 360. You're coming so up for fun. a grind rail. That looked pretty good. It's very tame, isn't it? It is so easy. <laughs> like I've heard a lot of these episodes, and one of the defining features of this is that the uh, games are in. Oh, I've got a speed boost, and I can feel that because my thing is rumbling. Oh, oh I thought I'd nailed it! Thought I'd nailed it! Did a double front flip off a big jump because you can sometimes get big air. <laughs> Only if you oh, Johnny Mosley could I was trying to go on a cool rail, and I did not go on that cool rail. Okay, what's up there? Um, Paul's going to grind on a tram. Oh, oh, wow! Front flip oh. onto the tram, 360, mute grab off. <laughs> there was no... Was it... Whoa! Uh, misty. misty. I get misty the moment you're near. Look at me. I'm as helpless as a kitten in a tree. <laughs> just want to make it clear that, that that is music from not my generation, but even before. It's certainly different to what we've experienced on the podcast previously. No! Oh, I shouldn't have gone for it. I did a good little grind. I shouldn't have gone for that. This is going really well so far. Oh. Um, it's a long course. I mean, I Are am bored so yet? bored. <laughs> you know, like, we just... We play Steep for hours. David introduced me to Steep. Like, he would be... We'd all be playing, like, other games, and David would be playing Steep and telling us, oh, no, oh, there's no snow here. There's only rocks. Uh, uh, it I- looks like San Francisco's had another catastrophic earthquake. <laughs> Because yeah. there is just rocks all over this. Now, if you're wondering, how's the kind of game feel when you're on rocks compared to snow? Uh, I can tell you there is no meaningful difference in any shadow. controlled exactly <laughs> the same on the rocks. Famously skiing <sighs> just as easy on rocks as it is on snow. But yeah, so David David played steep while we play other games. And then I eventually, it was like £9 in the Black Friday sale. So I picked it up. And, uh, Never looked back. Yeah, and but we just play for hours and hours and hours doing the same lines over and over again, and it's so like because it's fun. Yeah, it's soothing and satisfying and just great. This I've played for six minutes, well, two two minutes and thirty four seconds actually, and uh, I'm bored up. No, no, that clock's counting down. I just plant head planted to give myself the how, sense that I was alive. How long have you got on this course? I mean, it must have been ten minutes that it started at or close to. Are you in the oil pipeline yet, or is that a different course? No, that's course? in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless oh. I've skied to Alaska, this is probably about how long it would take to ski to Alaska, to be fair. Uh, I'm so on some slow. This is kind of cool, though. Like, Oh, big jump. A lot of the times when you talk about these games, oh, no, oh, no, I'm falling. Oh, All right, land it, land it, son. Grab. Uh, did You're it. falling at, like, lemming speed. <laughs> Actually, How much was the top score? Speed. The top score was two hundred and something thousand. I've yeah. got twenty seven thousand. So, oh god, I'm so glad Andy's not here because Andy would be playing this game until he got that top score, and that uh, would mean we would be here all night. Yeah, I mean, uh, just so you know, I'm I'm obviously going to have to do that in, in the spirit of Andy. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I need to say that the grinding on rails is absolutely ridiculous. There's so, you no know, like, you balance. See, did you see me miss a couple? Yeah. Um, that's because I didn't realise that you just go slightly near them and press triangle over them. 
Uh, and you did you see the magnetism there? Yeah. As soon fantastic. as I hit triangle, zloomp, just like he's got magnets on his skis. All right, we've there you we've are. got to the end. Apparently, the Golden Gate Bridge has literally fallen down into the ocean. That was four minutes and fifty six seconds. So. I really hope you've unlocked the next course. <laughs> With my 37,000 points. Um, oh, God. So, it's David. not going to let you, is it? Um, oh, you've got to play that course. Do I really have to? I mean, I think so, yeah. Can I see so, if there's another one available first? Okay. <laughs> can't believe you don't want to... But, dude, what it would it be like to snow if it snowed in San Francisco? I think I found out already. <laughs> All right, Johnny. I think you might have just got to choose a different bit oh, of equipment. Let's see. No. It's Go on. Unlocked. You can do it. Right. San Francisco it is. Okay. So it's X to jump. Uh, okay. The left stick to steer, but the D-pad to do spins and flips. Nice. Um, and then the grabs are on the grabby buttons. This is not going to be delightful in any way. I, I, I shall do a commentary <laughs> of what's happening. Um, I just, while we were waiting for this to load up, I just looked up how old Johnny Mosley was because I was interested. Born in 1975. Yeah. So he's 43. Yeah. Um, AKA which... a perfectly good age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but it seems like he was quite young when this came out, in that case. I mean, did you not this see the clip, out... bro? <laughs> <laughs> he was certainly naive, if not just <laughs> young. And now I noticed that the top score had changed there and Tanner Hall now had the gold medal. Oh, really? All right, Johnny Mills Reactive is on the starting line and he's traveling right. down. Okay, Johnny's heading for the ramp. Do you have to ramp. hold down X or is it just a yeah. case oh, of... Oh, oh wow! Johnny oh. Mosley with an absolutely sick twig tail grab combo! Oh, oh he's landed on his head. Far. He's literally not able to survive that. So you just... Yeah, there you go. He's magnetized to those rails and done the... Damn. Oh, David's done a rail slide 360 combo straight up. Oh, my God. It's so easy it's to grind, isn't absolutely it? absolutely ridiculous. Switch going rail side. score, you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to get this Johnny Mosley cookie and then everything will be squared away. Oh, this is sick. Absolutely, nice. these steep skills really coming into play here as David. <laughs> it's so easy. David hucks his tricks. Didn't do any I, li- I liked the kind Explosive. of little wiggles. That was a tweaked illegal, by the way. Tweaked illegal. <laughs> yeah, he tweaked it illegally. That that'll be those Mosley cookies again. A switch tweaked tail grab. I just like saying the words that come up on the screen. Words. Oh, I need to switch 180 and rail slide and black slide backslide combo, but that looked rubbish. But you got kind of a Loads lot of points, of points for, for it. it. You're hitting a lot more tricks than I did, so I think your score is going to be I, considerably. I've learned from the best. <laughs> it's oh. not. I would imagine you must have played worse games than this. Genuinely have by like, like quite a long margin. At least you can do tricks. Yeah, it's it's almost too easy. The, the thing is, I I think this is like a oh, there's a train. I'm going to jump over the train. Oh, the train the tra- went away. The train <laughs> away. But it's good, good big air. The the thing about this game is it, it's very functional. Like, mm. the menus all work fine. I mean, <laughs> apart from that weird um, t- blip with the leaderboard, there's been nothing, like, completely strange. I can imagine the reviews now. <laughs> the menu works fine. <laughs> 9.7 <laughs> out of 10. Yeah. IGN.com. But, you know, some of the, one of the things that I think when I listen to your show a little bit is that... You're a little bit... We're a bit mean, aren't we? Yeah, not so much mean about the content, but mean about the intent behind it. Because I think most of the time... I mean, there are exceptions. Like, I bet that Atom game 
was kind of just spat out. Oh, absolutely. But, I think a couple of them have been spat out, but... But, like, Pimp but My yeah. Ride, I bet the people that made that were like, right, well, this is a completely thankless task. It's an impossible <laughs> yeah. premise for a video game. Let's try and make it the best try we can. Try and get something out of it, yeah. Yeah. And this definitely feels like a game where, just to get a character who can go down a hill without falling through the hill, mm. who can pull off different t- tricks. When you press the button, the trick happens. When you land it, you get the right amount of points for that trick. Like, that stuff is non-trivial. Yeah, but that's the whole point of the podcast, to make it trivial. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, I feel like making games is incredibly difficult. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'm really just hoping that none of the developers ever listen to the <laughs> podcast, if I'm completely honest. It, it's kind of more fun to rip the games than it is to uh, to point out their, their good points, but we do that from time to time. It's not about... It's not like... The things, they are rubbish. They're unplay like Motor Mayhem, for example, that sounded like unplayable rubbish. It was was basically unplayable, yeah. But But almost the premise of that game was was really good. Yeah. So that's the thing, is that they very rarely hit all of the things they need to, to to make a fully complete game. Yeah. And that's why they end up bad. But actually, um, there are some really great games for the PS2 as well so it is fine to to say they're crap because we've got examples of great games I think it's completely fine to say this game is rubbish I don't think it's fine to say this developer couldn't be bothered to make this game good that's 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 what it is (laughs) because I I think there are instances where developers have just kind of spat out what they can but even in those really terrible license games you've got people trying to build their careers in video games or whatever and you know they're, mm. they're kind of trying to make something happen. You've you've just got up to bronze I've medal. Got a medal. You've got bronze medal. I'm which meddling I'm now. Very jealous of. And so is Johnny Mosley compared yeah. to his, his 2002 efforts. Listen, the man was an Olympic gold medalist. In <laughs> well, so I love the magnetism of the rails. So great. Like if I was going to review this game, I would say this game is terrible. Like this yes. game is aggressively mediocre, isn't it? Like the, yeah. the gameplay. I can't imagine wanting to do this a lot. Definitely not. But it does work. It works. It, it does works. load. You can and do I have tricks. enjoyed this level. Yeah. Wow, um, you just got oh a rail God, slide plus tweak. Score. That was I can't even read all the things on that. Woo. Nice. Oh, you fell over the finish line. Hundred and four thousand. Well, I meddled. Like I really feel like we should get to play another course. Yeah, now. you should, yeah. But the only choice is a restart, replay, or quit. Okay. So Do you how think does a that replay work? would play the entire five minutes and three seconds? Is it going to be like a replay of us, or is it going to be replay the same? Course? No, I think I think. It, oh yeah, because restart. Yeah, I think it'll be a replay. Should let's, we replay? Yeah, it? let's let's see what happens. Oh my god! Okay, you can skip. You oh, can so slow mo. Yeah, it's got a little. Um, what would you call that in a in a real game? I would call this uh, the capacity to star in your own ski movie. Yeah, me too. It's got a little editor thing. I'm gonna do a slow mo on a on my favorite trick. Okay. How do I? So I've played the clip, but now I have no control over it. So what so it was either play the, the whole thing in slow mo. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Right, we're in slow mo now. Whoa! Okay, that looks pretty sick, to be honest. You landed on your head, though. It's a really good one to do in slow mo. I'm going to take a quick video so that we can um, post this on Twitter to show someone these mad tricks yeah. that we're getting up to. You're gonna, if you watch this in slow mo, you'll see the exact moment when David presses the triangle button uh, because it, you can see the magnetism kicking in over the rails. 
I mean, this is you just got some sick air there, bro. That is crazy. Kind of nice wobble on the landing as well. Oh, I, here we go. I'm really worried that this game isn't bad enough for this podcast. Oh, it's bad, Paul. It, it's just slightly boring. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So we still haven't got through to the next level. Are you sure? Well, let's what, go and check. Let's. If, what happens if you quit? I can't. You, <laughs> you can. <laughs> That replay function seemed to have been powered by something called Matchstick, but I don't know what that was. So. It was a mid-2000s replay engine. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. Johnny. Slope style. Yeah, nope. it, some... it's given us a medal, but we can't play any other tracks. That's really upsetting, isn't it? That is poor. I think what? this might be it. We might. Unless, There's only one do track. A, should we do a free ski? Yeah, let's do a free ski. Okay, see see if you have that. more options. If I can get back to the main menu. I kind of like, I kind of want that triangle thing to be an option in Steep. That when you like jump near a grind, I just press a button and it goes, (laughs) and then Johnny Mosley comes up and goes, you're on a snowboard, get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, he would not approve of the amount of sports that are available to um, to people on. uh... But you're kind of team ski, right? When it comes to skis versus snowboards. Do you know what? I'm... Um, following in the ski tracks of Johnny Mosley and his mad tricks. <laughs> Hold on, I just I chose free ski. How? Why am I? No, not you didn't. To... You chose competition again. Just press right. triangle a lot of times to go back. Triangle, the classic famous back button. Yeah, that's weird, isn't that's it? That's really weird. It kind of right. So free ride. Take it competition. Easy. Did we do free ride before? No. You sure? I mean. Because I, I, I just can, chose I can, that. I can only tell you what I tried to do. Right. Free ride. Take it easy. <laughs> got to stop that. <laughs> I don't know. No, if I, I don't. Did, you, know, you know when you said you've got to stop that? That's really worrying because I genuinely don't think I can. You sounded like serious, like you meant you have to stop it. It's taken us straight back to the same menu. Okay. Right. I'm going to try competition okay. this time. Okay. I think we found a fundamental flaw in the game. No, I think you haven't gone far enough. Because I think competition, you got to get the medals and all that. I think if you'd gone uh, one screen further, you might have seen that we have options to go to other places. That's that's my optimistic take on it. But also, it doesn't look like you can choose Johnny Mosley in free ride. Oh, I think we've take just... Ba- oh my God, this is painful. Right. <laughs> this time, I'm going to go through to the right menu. Okay. Free, free ride. ride. Take it easy. <laughs> David's having a minor breakdown. That's uh, actually not the game's fault, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a change. Yeah, David's sitting there going, like, Andy wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> right, should we just do... Slope style. No, go to slope style. Okay. Oh, okay, no, still you, you still can't. In fact... So what is the difference between right, free ride press, and... Press the button. I reckon there's not going to be a leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I think is going to be the difference. And this is this game is like this might be why this game yeah. is so bad. <laughs> this is aggressively mediocre at this point, not just mediocre. <laughs> Johnny Mosley, you absolute weapon! What have you done? I'm just trying to make it, what would it be like if you could <laughs> snow in San Francisco, bro? <laughs> He's had a, there's been a yes man somewhere in his in his backroom <laughs> staff that's just been like Johnny you're at it, everything's the same everything's the same oh, win well, a gold got medal tips. are they were those tips there before oh, possibly. I don't know where, were they tweak your grabs for bonus points 
Win a gold medal to ski big mountain mode, not other places. No. You can't ski other places. There's no way to... Choose the, the right skis for each course. I'm going to see if there's anything about how you unlock... I'm just going to try this skier. Um, I'm, I'm using AT okay. Baron. AT Baron looks amazing. Imagine a giant hulking man on very brightly coloured bl- light blue skis, but he's in like a t-shirt and jeans. So <laughs> he, looks he just like, looks so incongruous. He looks like they didn't have enough entrance into the um, to the competition, so they just asked the bodyguard who was standing at the side to ski. <laughs> just gave him some skis. Oh, when you push forward on the... Uh, left analog stick he puts his hands behind his back in the traditional i'm a skier going fast pose he i hate to say but i think he has better control than johnny mosley i can't i can't accept that no you're right that would be (laughs) wrong wouldn't it you just seem to get a trick points there whilst landing on your side it is confusing you got all the founder found a random ramp at the side so all the buildings are like kind of rendered quite well in a way for this era of game. There's yeah. lamp posts. The ski is built up against the buildings. It's all kind of kind of quite pretty. There's cars buried under the snow. Oh, there's a warning there. No parking. <laughs> As your skiing abilities increase, you will unlock new, more challenging venues to ski. I don't think we're going to make it, Paul. Free ride removes all the pressures Thank of competition you. and allows you to fully explore each venue with no time limits or restrictions. This uh, is a good mode for learning the courses or finding unexplored parts in courses you've already mastered. But doesn't fundamentally differ from any other part <laughs> of the game. No, I, I get it, though. <laughs> oh, i got a speed boost! I can't believe you didn't tell the people that Fat and Fat Earl Grogan was spelled P-H-A-T. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. That was very much of the era. I think I might be done, Paul. I genuinely don't know what else I can do on this game to, to explore further. It's a shame I'm because I'm not I, willing to put the time in to find another course. I really want to uh, go to Rome, given that it's famous for its many grind opportunities. <laughs> Rome is as famous for its many grind opportunities as it is for places like the Colosseum and the Trevi Fountain. How deep do you have to be in skate culture to think that it's as famous? The Roman Empire... It definitely isn't as well. (laughs) Like, if you're thinking about skiing, I'm sure along the same lines as skateboarding, Rome is not known for its skateboarding because it's historic. It, like... They didn't build flat, open spaces with, like, perfectly marbled ledges to grind in the Roman times. That's unbelievably untrue. (laughs) Why didn't they just pick actual skiing places like Whistler and Vancouver? Like Whistler and other skiing places that I definitely know where they are. I know skiing places. Yeah, I know you do. Val d'Isere. That's a skiing place, I, just, I think. I've just looked at the back of this manual and there's a phone number. Machu Picchu. I'm, I'm not phoning it, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's, all that's going to happen is it's going to be do, do, do. This number is not recognised and somehow you'll get charged a fortune for it. I don't want to ruin the magic of the podcast, but I already tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't ring through to anything. So I think it's a massive knock against this game that we've been playing it for the best part of half an hour. We've read the manual and we have no idea how to progress and unlock levels. There's no kind of guidance to say how to do it. I think, as you say, they've put time into the mechanics even. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to call them mechanics necessarily, but... I mean, they are. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's yeah. a serviceable yeah. trick mechanic in this yeah. game. It's just too easy. So I've just done a trick in a half pipe as well, and it's stuck to the boundaries of the half pipe, yeah. which is quite a hard thing to get right. And actually, there's a lot of Tony Hawk's games that don't get that right. Yeah. So yeah, they just they've thought, oh yeah, we've got everything right. It feels it feels okay. Yeah. Um, but then they've forgotten that it needs to be a game that you can progress through. But like the presentation, I mean, it's awful as in <laughs> taste wise for me. Like it's really unpleasant. But it's, it's yeah. good in inverted Morally commas. Reprehensible. In, yeah, but there <laughs> is some presentation. David just got a fifty-three thousand point trick, by the way. I definitely think I could have got over two hundred thousand if I'd have known that that was that was possible. <laughs> I just needed to choose this this um, at Baron at Baron this the giant at, at Baron, Baron on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to get that now. Right. Well, I definitely am happy to not ever play this game again. <laughs> I mean, but I don't I'm, hate it. Like it doesn't. I don't hate it. It doesn't make me wish I was dead. It doesn't. It, it's not like a Little Britain situation, is no, it? No, 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 no. No, that was truly horrendous. That um, sounded. I mean that that that's a kind of great example of like that's not even a game. They, that's no. just a disaster. Absolutely. You stopped. David just stopped doing tricks. Like, I've given up. Down the end there. I've genuinely given you up. You had a hundred. But I'm at the end of the course now, which seems like as good a place as any to stop. Yeah. Cool. No replay available in freestyle. Why? I mean, why would there be? <laughs> Johnny Mosley, what have you done? The best video game for PlayStation 2 raves USA Today. Well, thank God that's over. Uh, <laughs> do we want to sum up? I mean, we kind of summed up already what we think about the game yeah. in general terms. Um, but our overriding feeling was just that it was boring. Yeah. Yeah, and that and was slow, its main. Yeah, which is something that comes up in all of the reviews I've seen. Have you been looking at some reviews online? Yeah, I mean, apart from Game Zone and Game Pro, that both sound totally legit, but yeah, broken legit links websites. When you try and click on them, this one says uh, this title has the right idea of combining an extreme sports attitude with just the right touch of fantasy. Like that person watched that opening video and thought. This is good. This is me. I want to be that. I'm going to go out and get my tips frosted. <laughs> I'm going to go full Phil Neville. That was not a euphemism, by the way. <laughs> um, the uh, Down the bottom end of the reviews, where most of the reviews are, um, the official US PlayStation magazine, which you know if you're getting a bad review from OPXM, yeah. Uh, your magnetic skis do more than just hug the rails when you're grinding along. They magically suck you towards the rail if you're in the vicinity. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I really I- like that. IGN said, I didn't like this game a bit. <laughs> Which was good. Was <laughs> wow. good um, but my favourite review, and this must have hurt, because Skier X is a reference to Gamer X, who was this, or Sushi X, who was this character in... Um, uh, EGM Electronic Gaming Monthly who's like this masked reviewer yeah. and it says here this is perfect the whole damn experience is like watching your dad perform Who Let the Dogs Out you <laughs> want it out of your line of sight as quickly as possible yeah that's good I like that that's that's really inventive as well they've yeah. thought about that that's a brilliant bit of reviewing I like seeing what other people thought of it because it feels like the kind of game that where someone would write a review just you know like your average Joe and or Dan or whatever they want to call themselves um, 
and would say, oh, hey, this was the first game I played on the PlayStation 2. And like, I have some, you know, fun memories of picking it up or, you know, a friend had this game and I remember playing it. And yeah, it was bad, but actually it was kind of fun. There's none of that. There's just Garrett W who says, this game pretty much sucks. Thank you for your time. Um, and Dan F, which, who says, this is the worst damn game I've ever played. I bought it at a store for five buck. Thought it would be good. It wasn't even worth that. <laughs> so I can't believe it. the weird thing about this, though, is that Garrett W says this game pretty much sucks. Thank you for your mm. time. But Garrett L says this is absolutely the greatest game of all time. And yes, it was a travesty that Johnny was robbed for his dinner roll. <laughs> Johnny Mosley has made a Metacritic account. A hundred percent that's him. He's like, oh, what name shall I use? Uh, he's just seen the other review from Garrett. He's like, Garrett, uh, it, it's also, L. It's Garrett W and Garrett L. So he's like, Garrett W, Garrett, take this L more like. Johnny Mosley's actually super cool, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that's amazing. Ted um, J says, mm. great soundtrack, good graphics. Not good, but not great, but good awesome tricks. And air great second snow game, but not the first I would buy, but the second I would buy. Oh, the really the one that must have hurt them most of all, though, was the review from PSX Nation, which said no sensation of speed in a snowboarding video game equals no fun. They called they done oh. went there. Oh, no, you didn't. That Di- is going to. That it's, is going to sting. It's like they didn't even read the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I can't believe it. Um, yeah, it didn't review great, did it? No. Um, Metascore of 44, but I think... Averaged the, out, which is, yeah. The 90 it got from GameZone should probably... Like, you know how they... they should dis- be taken down. <laughs> yeah, they discount the top and bottom scores in these kind of competitions. Like that, that's got to go. <laughs> amazing. All right, well, I think that's a good... Uh, I think that's a fair critique. Um, we've looked at many sources and and decided that yes, it is it is a shocker. Johnny Mosley had a shock. Well, where does it where does it rank compared to the games that you've played so far? Do you know what? It's definitely not at the bottom. No, but we've played some absolute honking video games. I think being an extreme sports game, it ranks higher for me than it would for other people. But I think the same could be said for Andy in that in that circumstance because he would always rate any game that has any kind of mechanic close to a Tony Hawk's game, uh, you know, like miles above anything else. But I'd still give it a big fat three on uh, on a scale, which I'm not going to explain to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> I um, I just like to say I'd apologise to regular listeners for not having described anything as a first person shoot 'em up all the way through this episode. <laughs> What would you describe this as? An action sports game. (laughs) This uh, it's one of my favourite things about this show. There was one episode where you called something other than adventure games adventure games, and immediately followed by first person shoot 'em up. It was good. We like to go against the grain here. I love the show, by the way. Big fan. Big fan. Listen to every episode. Want to give a special shout out to my boy Lou in Japan. One time. (laughs) Hey, I didn't invite you on here to make shout-outs to uh, to expats. <laughs> <laughs> he made his choice. Right, on with the show. I am Wolfman. I hate being bored and I can punch sons. 
So, uh, looking forward, we have a bit of an admission um, that we absolutely didn't think through the whole posting games to people thing. Uh, <laughs> which we really like the idea, but we found out that people live all over the place. You know, like not just in the UK. There's apparently there's people live in like America, uh-huh. um, That's like Brazil. Away. Yeah, there's other countries as well. I can't remember them all, but <laughs> it's getting out completely out of hand. We've only given away two, and so far it's costing inordinate amounts of cash. So we're going to pause that feature until yep. further notice. The good thing about it as well is like. It's also a terrible price. Like, <laughs> like, like, quite likely you haven't got the technology to play this on. And even if you do, there's literally, literally anything else you could do with your time would be better than playing this terrible game. I think we're going to have to start sending out, like, um, we're going to have to make it financially viable to send out a slim PS2 and a controller <laughs> and the game to so, people. So you're not sending out. The game's internationally because they're too expensive, yeah. but you're going to send consoles out. Yes. Okay. But I, that's when we've reached reached work. our like optimal following of 200,000 listeners don't a week. You, don't you have a patron that covers these costs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought Mate. I ruined it. <laughs> don't ruin it. <laughs> we're setting it up. No, not really. Um... So yeah, we're going to pause that for a little bit or until we get heavily endorsed by like a shipping company or something. You know what you should do? Mm. You should, instead of sending out the games, you should email the winning listener a photo of the manual. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. We could we could scan it in. I don't know what <laughs> so you they just, can read at their leisure. I just, I just made it so easy for you. Oh. And then you, do you know how long it's going to take you to, you definitely rather spend eight quid on postage than have to scan this in. Yeah, you've got to wrap it up and then they ask you what's inside and how do I explain that? <laughs> you I just say it's a video the cashier, the cashier that we've got a podcast and I've had so many, com- I genuinely, no, it's a, it's a mug. Oh, why, yeah. why are you sending all these mugs? Oh, well, it's listeners oh, to our podcast. People Have you got a podcast? What, what's a podcast? <laughs> so now you can retweet our ramblings on Twitter with no fear of receiving unsolicited video <laughs> games in the post. You're going to do such big numbers now. I know. So as ever, go to twitter.com or instagram.com on your um, home PC uh, where we are at PlayStation Poo. And um, also follow us. And sometimes we use the hashtag uh, PS2Day. Um, not PS2Day. PS2Day. <laughs> Get it? Funny pun. Um, and that has lots of exciting things that pop up each week. Uh, On what day? <laughs> did you see what I did there? Oh, you are a card. <laughs> a little joke there about how it's PS2Day. So. Um, this week, I was really happy to see the tall gaming man, um, who is at all the tall gaming man, um, absolutely slating uh, the mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, uh, which I didn't even know was a thing. We have the mummy returns to shrug our way through at some point, um, and they both sound equally appalling. So that's something to look forward to. Having having been given a choice of games, I am super excited about all the episodes for all of those games. There's <laughs> one in particular I can't wait for. Yeah, you'll have to um, wait as patiently as possible. Um, but maybe we'll do another poll and you can have a, an influence on what we play next. I can't because no Twitter account in it. <laughs> you'll have to have a proxy voter. Yeah. <laughs> 
voter fraud. All right, I'm going to add one vote to the one I... I'm just going to WhatsApp you and be like, this is the one I vote for. So if you, it loses by one, it's a draw. Can you vote in your own polls? Did we we asked for questions this week. Did yeah. we get any? Yeah, there's a question from uh, an Andy Hill that says... Who's that? Do you miss me? <laughs> I do, Andy. I'm, if I was listening to this, I'd be like, oh, I miss Andy. Um, he, he was meant to do a phone-in, but he didn't didn't bother. He must be having too much fun on holiday. Can, we miss you like a hole in the head, mate. You can follow Andy on Twitter at Rick underscore Douglas. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't plug your personal... I've noticed this. There's no personal no, Twitter plugs on this not show. About that. Um, not about that. Not about that, Talking of personal Twitter plugs, at Joshua Graham 93 a.k.a. Kid Citrus, a.k.a. The Kid, a.k.a. Mr. Citrus. Um... <laughs> It says, if you could put any sport in the Olympic Games, what would you choose? Um, is fishing in it? No. You I want think to hurt fish <laughs> for, for sport. No, you put them back, it's fine. I don't think they like it. I don't <laughs> think they like the bit in between where you stab them and pull them out of their house. <laughs> I really like sports where um, like the commentators get abnormally excited about it yeah. when it's actually like, you know, like chess. Yeah. <laughs> And, and there's like this really intense match going on and the commentators are like out of their seat and like wetting themselves with excitement. So it'd be something like that. Darts. Darts, yeah. Also, the yeah. greatest sport of all, pro wrestling. <laughs> of course. How would that even work? I mean, it... So it, they'd already <laughs> know not... who was going to yeah, win this, the... This, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. That'd be, imagine how over you would have to be to win the Olympic gold. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Didn't, didn't Kurt Ang- wasn't Kurt Angle an Olympic wrestling yeah, gold medalist? Yeah, won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. That's Classic Kurt, Kurt, Angle. Kurt Angle. Just He's having his last match ever at WrestleMania. He's retiring, which is a com- a real relief because if you've seen Kurt Angle wrestling in the last year, he can't move his neck. Like he broke his neck yeah. a long, 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 long yeah. time ago, and he's still wrestling. You would have thought he would have retired. The thought of seeing Kurt Angle in that like spandex onesie makes me want to do bad things to myself. <laughs> Especially <laughs> since I was watching wrestling. What like? 15 at least 15 years ago yeah mate no it was 20 years ago yeah um and he looked pretty haggard at that point anyway listen kurt angle legend he's looking kind of i thought you were saying listen kurt angle listen to the podcast (laughs) yeah listen to us kurt angle then our friends josh and Stephen have a big conversation when you say our friends they either have to be a friend of the show or a friend of paul can't be we can't well, give I, up the illusion that this is a completely professional podcast. I'm not in a position to declare friend of the show status for anyone. Fine. Although, Josh did give you a passive-aggressive award in our WhatsApp group, <laughs> declaring you podcaster of the year for a year in which you had not released any podcasts in order to upset me. <laughs> I'm not going to enter into this. No, friend of the show mm. at Ben Glorious. Yes, a friend very of the much show. so. Um, he's also a friend of our show, so that just works. Friend of the show. <laughs> Do you have a podcast? Friend, yeah, yeah. He's a friend of shows in general. He says, "Is there anything you can't put sriracha on?" The answer is no. However, there are some things where it's better to use Cholula hot sauce. <laughs> I've I've noticed recently. Which one's better on Weetos? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not able to answer that. Unfortunately, <laughs> okay. I have a legally binding um, agreement with Weetos. 
part of my sponsorship deal. PlayStation Poop is brought to you by Weedos. Speaking of sponsorship deals, someone suggested to me uh, that we reach out to CEX to see if they would sponsor us by sending us games, um, which I think is an absolutely genius idea. So if anyone's got an in with CEX, um, I'm not going to reach out to them specifically because that's incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> They'll probably be like, who the hell is this person? Uh, like trawling through all of our um, our inventory. But if anyone's got an in with uh, CEX, then hook us up. I like the idea that um, they could then sponsor a podcast for about 50p a week yeah because that's how much it costs and less than that because they've got they've got some margin on that 50p presumably <laughs> they get loads of free press from us anyway so <laughs> yeah it's, it would just be uh you know obviously signing that contract and making sure that 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 sweet sweet moolah comes through to us so, i mean sweet sweet games <laughs> how do you um in terms of like friend of the show presumably the person that produces the show is like above and beyond friend of the show status they're like Integral yeah. component part of the show, secret behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Integ- Jamie Mac. Integral secret part of the show behind the scenes at Jamie of Mac says, Do you like the game Line Rider? Do you think this would have been a good or bad PS2 title? That's part one of his part two part I'm question. so glad that I was reminded of this game and I quickly searched it just to remind myself what it looked like. Yeah. And it is it is simply lines on a on a white background yeah. and people were so creative with it in Incredible. the way that you know like Minecraft yeah. opens up this part of people that they just you know it's the same as Lego it's the same as anything that does that that um, gives you the <laughs> building blocks um, to <laughs> to create something that's like so much more than the sum of its parts sorry I got that completely wrong but you understand where I'm going Yeah. and Lime Rider was just the epitome of that it was so exciting and it was one of those games that you played when you were in IT at school and you were wow. trying to make sure it was one of these games didn't see you. Just on behalf of Andy, it's one of those games that you played in IT at school. <laughs> Some of us played it at work. Ouch. <laughs> um, but it was that a proper version was released yeah, for... 360 generation games, right? Yeah, and I think the Nintendo DS as well. Now, the DS I can, would be brilliant, but yeah. I would not like to play that game on with any control mechanism no. other than a mouse or a stylus. Touchscreen on the phones and stuff, I bet it's out on phones. Yeah, but I remember watching videos of other people's Lime Rider courses yeah, on YouTube. And I think that must have been one of the first things I started watching on YouTube, because it must have been fairly early days. Yeah. But yeah, Was great There, there might have been a player within... Line Rider itself, you could maybe look maybe at... Maybe there was. Anyway. But you could save your own courses, couldn't you? Yeah. And replay them. Because it was like that... Um, uh, it's like making Rube Goldberg des- devices, yeah. you know, where one thing hits another thing and it, it leads to the next bit and you could just refine your courses over and over and over. Everyone listening to this oh, knows what Line Rider is, I'm sure. I really hope they do. If they don't, then... Check it out. Check it out. Beautiful game. And then Jamie's got the second part of his question... What are your thoughts on the Man United Champions League draw? Ole's at the wheel. <laughs> Tell me how good does it feel? We've got Barca in the quarterfinal. That's probably going to be difficult. It's a bit yeah. of a rough draw, but as a friend of mine said to me today, if you're going to have a European Cup quarterfinal, you might as well have a European yeah, Cup quarterfinal. Why not? Why not? 
Um, someone tweeted out that it would it could possibly mean that we'd meet Barca at this stage. Uh, I think Liverpool at the next stage and City in the final. United, United, United. Epic. <laughs> yeah, good question. Yes. I enjoyed that. Real good question. Um, is that our lot? I mean, I'm thinking United are going to get battered, but I, yeah, you know, I thought that about PSG too, and look what happened there. Oh, did Josh have a follow-up question? Yeah, it was. Did we ask it? It was why doesn't Stephen respect me? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. There was a question. He, him and Stephen then had a conversation about Mario and Sonic at the Olympics and how it's a real good game. It was a real good game, Mario and Sonic at the end. Really fun game. Yeah, uh, kind of limited, like fundamentally sort of quite a limited mm. game, but but fun. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good questions. I think that's it for our social medias this week. I'm glad that not everyone took the piss with their questions for once. Um, So keep them coming. And that's about all. Thank you for having me on your show, David. Listen, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for bearing some of the weight. Uh, (laughs) It's good to share it around, share this heavy burden. Do you want to plug anything before you go? No. Oh, go on. If you support Man United, you can listen to our podcast if you want. Yeah. What's it called? called, Where can you find it? It's called The Rankcast, and you can find it on all places where podcasts exist. Ta-da. That sounds really professional. I'm happy now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. We will hear you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.